0: you want to feel my new socks
1: that's weird like wear them or touch them i mean they just feel kind of um
2: this is date night in episode five i'm darren persinger and i'm joined by my co-host my wife my business partner Catherine. this is our date night in This is a podcast about real estate, money, marriage, family, and just making time for each other. In this episode, we chat about the best parts of our week, injuries and wounds, roller coasters, and the growth of our business. So grab a drink and join us on our date night.
1: So you just showered and then just put your socks on. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, our... I would
1: want my feet to breathe.
0: No, I like my feet to be warm.
1: You like to smother your feet. <laughs> you like to make them sweaty.
0: <laughs> no, they won't get sweaty. Okay. It's not like I'm gonna go run.
1: Yeah. I am missing. I I am missing a date night out with you, and just time. With you away from
0: the you kids. know who, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know who,
0: yeah. I miss that too.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm looking it's forward tough. to that. It's
0: tough being quarantined with a five year old,
1: yeah, and a one year old.
0: At least he naps though, you know, sometimes not so much today,
1: yeah. How was your week last week? Favorite part of your week last week? Hmm. Let me be more targeted with that question.
0: Favorite part of the week?
1: Favorite thing that happened? Favorite part, best part?
0: I don't know. So I mean, it didn't feel like a normal week. It didn't feel like trying to figure out when the week started. When have the
1: weeks ever been normal lately?
0: I mean, I guess I liked when there's one day where we got takeout for lunch and then after we were finished eating, We got the trampoline, and you put it together, and then we surprised Morgan with it. Yeah. And then we jumped. And then something else that night was fun. That was just a fun night, I think, because we finally got to tell her we have a trampoline. And then she was excited, and she jumped on it, and Mm -hmm. we jumped on it. Jesse jumped on it. And it was sunny, We have a trampoline.
1: So that's a good new fun thing for us.
0: Yeah. So that was probably the highlight, getting a trampoline.
1: Yeah. I agree. I think Morgan would agree if she was here. She just cruises out there, hangs out, jumps on it for 10 minutes, comes back in. Yeah. Goes out there and just lays, plays.
0: That's, I really enjoy going out there and just laying on Yeah. The, especially when it's sunny.
1: I put up the basketball hoop today on it. She's enjoyed that way more than I thought she would.
0: Yeah. I just like hearing her laugh hysterically, Mm -hmm. like uncontrollably.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's having fun. So I'm glad we did that because the next two weeks would have been really just more of the same and that wouldn't have been good.
0: More TV shows.
1: More TV shows. What I talked to her about was getting a little bit more structure to her schedule in that we will do schoolwork. So I try to do schoolwork with her after I do the daily show up. Mm-hmm. So that gives me a little bit of time because usually the classes aren't fully loaded until a little after nine or so. Mm-hmm. So we try to start school at 9.30 and then her and I talked about as soon as we're done with that before we start doing any of the activities that we go do a snack break and we then we do a recess and that will be part of recess just going out there and jumping. Yeah I like it. Just trying to give her a little bit more structure to her day.
0: Yeah, that's a good thing because we're missing that. Mm-hmm. We had it when she was in school, and now we we kind of sort of tried to keep it. There's a
1: little bit. I mean, she still wakes up and comes downstairs and has and she, breakfast. She
0: wakes up just as early.
1: Yeah, and I still try not to do TV on school mornings mm-hmm. before school. So... This is just one more level up of adding the structure them and her having something more to do because there's only so much there's only so many things a five year old can do
0: without any friends without any friends it It was just a her routine was like, watch shows, do homework, have a snack, chalk, draw, yeah, tr- draw with chalk ride her little bike around, go for a walk with me. And all those things get old. Yeah. Trampoline doesn't really, hasn't yet. I mean, it hasn't even been a week, but it's just a fun thing to do. It's fun. I still think it's fun. Yeah,
1: she, we ate lunch on it. That's what we were talking about that one day I went and got lunch. She was eating lunch on it. She kind of just hangs out on it, has snacks, even when she's, Not jumping, she's just hanging out out there. So when it starts getting nicer, I definitely want to sleep out there. Or even one of these nights, go watch a show out there before bedtime. Yeah,
0: that would be fun. Or just read her bedtime story Mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. Super fun. Look at the stars.
1: Yeah. So it was a fun part of last week.
0: Yeah. So is it two weeks until May 4th?
1: What's like the 18th or 19th today? Today's the 20th. 20th?
0: See, so yeah, it's about two weeks.
1: Two weeks still.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's if they go on May 4th. hmm Here's something I was thinking about because I sliced my hand open twice. What was the other project that I ripped my hand open on?
0: Was it something here?
1: Yeah. So what was I working on?
0: It was something just like last week.
1: Right. I don't remember. Oh,
0: starting the lawnmower?
1: Starting the lawnmower when I took the carburetor apart. Yeah. So I cut my hand on that. I cut my hand when I was putting the trampoline together.
0: And you did it at our old house when you were any
1: type of new manual labor project that's not routine for me. You can pretty much guarantee that I'm going to slice my hands up.
0: I guess so.
1: And it's not because I'm not competent. I think it's just because it's not routine for me. Mm -hmm. And I get a little careless or a little rushed because I'm not used to what I'm doing. And I cut my hands open. But got me thinking about something. Okay, what? Have you ever lost a fingernail or a toenail? No. That was quite the face you made at me. And- have you ever come close
0: um probably i just can't tell you exactly what happened like i can imagine i can picture
1: that tells me you have not pushed yourself either in a athletic endeavor or had any major accident then because i've Um, lost fingernails i have lost toenails
0: i'm graceful
1: uh I won't disagree with that, but I still will stick with my idea that you have not pushed yourself hard enough.
0: That's probably also true.
1: It's amazing if you've never lost. I mean, just your hand being in the wrong place and a door getting slammed on it.
0: I look out for that. It doesn't happen to me. Good for you. Thanks. There's one time when I had a big toenail or something. I can picture it being like black- Mm -hmm. Like a lot of it came off. Mm -hmm. I just don't remember what happened. Some kind of accident, some kind of, I don't know if it's sports related or what. I may as well have said no because I don't have an interesting story to tell you about it. Mm. I wish I did.
1: Morgan keeps asking me about the story of me stepping on a nail.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure I've heard it. Did you tell her the story?
1: Not in as much detail as I probably could have, but she missed the entire point. of of the story and I I think it shocked her and traumatized her and not the way that I was trying to I guess that's what stories do sometimes but that's the thing I don't know how stories are going to hit her until I tell her and the more stories I share with her then I'll know okay here's how I really communicate with her here's how to get a point really through to her
0: well, why did you tell the stepping on a nail story? Is it because... I
1: wanted her to be tougher.
0: Because she cried over nothing. Yeah. And then you had a good chat with her. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the first night we had the trampoline, Yeah. right? She didn't she like fell, that she fell down. And then she cried. Yeah. And then we we're like, come on. We saw it and it didn't look that bad. Yeah. And she like got right off the trampoline and ran or walked inside. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, what's wrong? We were trying to decide if she was hurt seriously. Mm -hmm. We quickly realized she was not hurt seriously. She was just being really dramatic. And then you went in and you told her about the time you stepped on a nail. Mm -hmm. And what was your point with that? Is it because you... I was
1: trying to give her levels of... Pain? Yeah. Of like... Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. So I kind of went through that. I'm like, I stepped on a nail and I didn't tell mom... Mom is what we call my mom for her.
0: That's what she calls her. That's what
1: she calls her. So I stepped on a nail, went through my foot, and I just like kind of hid for the day. And so I explained to her, like, that's wrong. When you're hurt that badly, you should come tell us immediately. But on the other side of it, just because you fall down... <laughs> If you can get back up and you're fine and you're not limping and there's no cuts and everything, like you don't have to cry about that. But if you do get hurt, you need it. Cause I didn't want, here, here's the part of the story. I didn't tell her because this is what I knew would traumatize her. And the, the point that I was not trying to get into her head. My brothers used to beat me up so much and they would, then they would threaten me and go now. If you think that hurts, if you go and tell mom, we're going to really make you hurt.
0: I don't believe you.
1: Oh, yeah, this is true. You can ask Todd and Kevin. The next time you talk to him you can ask him So I was so afraid of ever telling mom that I was hurt <laughs> that I didn't.
0: It's a good thing you didn't tell Morgan that part.
1: No, I was never going to. Like, I know that that's wrong.
0: It's pretty advanced concept. It's pretty unrelated to yeah. her situation. So it's just
1: trying to find the middle ground of like, hey, yeah, you don't have to tell us just because he fell down.
0: On a trampoline. On a
1: trampoline. <laughs> and on the same side, if you step on a nail, you should definitely come tell us that.
0: Yeah. And then later that night, she said she like brought up casually that you stepped on a nail.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's fascinated by that story now and missing the entire point of it.
0: Well, I don't know if she totally missed the point because then like the next night or a couple nights later, which was last night, she cried over nothing. And then you had another talk with her about when it's okay to cry and when it's not.
1: That was more about mental toughness then.
0: Right. Okay. But then she said to you, can I cry if I step on a nail? Yeah. (laughs) And you said... Yes.
1: Please. You...
0: Absolutely.
1: I would be I'd be alarmed if you didn't.
0: Yeah, because she's a little girl. She mm-hmm. She's allowed to cry. Yes. It's just like the boy who cried wolf. You're right. jumping on a trampoline and you barely fall Maybe down. Maybe
1: we should tell her that story again tomorrow. The boy who cried wolf.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good tale for her to hear.
1: Good parable.
0: Good parable. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So have you ever stepped on a nail? No. Have you ever had something like a big laceration or deep wound?
0: No. Closest thing to that I can think of is I had a stitch right next to my eye. You had a stitch? One stitch. Mm -hmm.
1: One time, Dr. Schoenfeld, I think it's on... This side over here, can you see a scar? Goes back into my head.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I ran into an air conditioner unit, like the ones that sit on the window.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Dr. Schoenfeld tried to stitch. He, no, he didn't stitch. He ended up stitching. He tried to use my hair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He like took hair from over here and hair from over here.
0: Was the hair still on together. your head? Or did he Yeah, it
1: Yeah, no, the hair is still on my head. He was just trying to, like, pull my scalp together via my hair.
0: Oh. How'd you run into the air conditioner?
1: We were just playing tag. I was, like, five or six. He was the first person to see me when I knocked, when I broke my jaw and knocked all my teeth out. Mm-hmm. He's the person that I kept my boat at their land. So, like, fast forward. What's that? 13 years. So I came back in, blood's dripping everywhere. And he's on his land fishing, and he looks at it and he's like, <laughs> And I'm thinking back to this moment. I still remember, like when I'm five or six, him trying to stitch my wound together with my hair. Mm-hmm. And he's fishing, and he's like, I think I can take care of that with a fishing hook and some of my fishing line here. I was like, No, I'll go to the ER. Thanks.
0: It's probably a good thing.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. My stitch story was kind of similar. It was not an AC unit, but it was a pitching machine. Mm. That sounds
1: dangerous. After
0: practice, one time softball practice, it was indoor. We were in a gym. I was like kind of out in the like lobby of the gym or Mm -hmm. the foyer or whatever you'd call it. It was just like a little room about the size of this living room. So what? Doesn't matter.
1: 15 by
0: by 15. Mhm. I was like bent down for some reason, maybe like tying my shoes, and then when I stood up, my f- face was scratched by like the legs, like the tripod of the pitching machine. It got me kind of good just to the left side of my eye.
1: Just the tri- the leg of it? Yeah. Wow, that seems unsafe then. Yeah. Like People probably grab that with their hands all the time.
0: Yeah. I don't think it was that it was really sharp. It was just like maybe the angle, it struck my face.
1: Wow. Maybe you're yeah. just really you have sensitive skin.
0: <laughs> well, it was just one stitch. It wasn't like a really serious injury. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how bad it was. And it was right next to my eyes. So I was like, oh, no, am I going to be blind now?
1: <laughs> yeah. And I had never <sighs> had
0: a stitch at that point. I think I went to and the ER. And you've never
1: broken a bone either, right? No.
0: I think I went to the ER, if I remember correctly. I was like 13. And so I just had no idea how bad it was. I was bleeding for Mm -hmm. sure. And I had, I think I had like a black eye for a few days. Yeah, I did. So that's as close as it gets to an an injury for me.
1: You've lived a charmed life then. No, I mean, I didn't have, I don't have sisters, so I don't know what it's like, but I just wonder if there's a difference between boys and girls on that that level did Joe and Jem get hurt a lot?
0: Mm. Well, they didn't really play sports on teams after like middle school,
1: but just around the house.
0: No, I don't think they really got hurt either. Really?
1: Okay, then my other theory would be country versus city then. I was just hurt constantly. I don't. I can't even imagine what my parents' healthcare looked like because I swear I was at the hospital every other at the clinic or the ER like every other month. It felt like.
0: Yeah. Oh, that would be so frustrating. I would not enjoy that at all. Hopefully, Morgan is more like me and Jesse.
1: Jesse took a little tumble.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just right at that age where he's starting to walk. Starting
1: to walk. He's. He- I think he's been way more cautious than what Morgan was though. I guess that's the frustrating thing for me with Morgan a little bit. Is she she seems way more timid than what she used to be, and I hope that's not something that we or I am doing to her to like make her too cautious and too afraid and and cry foul when there's nothing that's wrong cuz she used to just She used to be a tough chick.
0: Yeah, we'll get her back on the right path. I mean, Jesse, right now, even though he's older than Morgan was when she started walking, he reminds me of how she was when she started walking. I think it's more this stage. He's walking, he's excited about it. He's like, the world is my (laughs) oyster now. Try all these new things. I'm going to walk over there and Mm -hmm. see what's going on over there. Remember when we used to take Morgan to baby story time and Mm -hmm. she would just walk around the room the entire time. Mm -hmm. We'd all, everyone else would be in a circle and she would just like walk around the circle slash run. Yeah. She just would not hold still. And I guess that's a baby thing, toddler thing. It's like not that unique, but I feel like Jesse's getting to that stage right now.
1: He just wants to go on his own. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he's just, yeah. I guess kids are different and I know that, but I I just think he, it felt like as he was learning to walk, I feel like he could have walked a month ago if he operated with the same mentality that Morgan did. Like Morgan just didn't care. Mm -hmm. She was going to go for it. But even like over the last few weeks, he takes that one, two step, And then he'd slowly squat, (laughs) like he was so in control. He was never out of control learning to walk. Yeah. He just seems way more cautious. So (laughs) I hope like those personalities don't flip. Like Morgan was way out of control until she was like two, three, and now she's simmering down a little bit. I hope Jesse doesn't turn into a wild man.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind him being cautious. (laughs)
1: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being cautious. <laughs> that's going to be our motto as parents to them. There's nothing wrong with being cautious. <laughs> what are you looking forward to this next week?
0: We are listing two, two homes.
1: I mean, that seems like a big deal.
0: Yeah. We haven't been doing a lot of that lately, so I'm excited about it. It's going to be a busy week.
1: Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Are those listings that we knew about before or after the stay at home mandate?
0: We, I knew about one of them in like February, but it was, I didn't know if they'd be ready in a month or six months. Mm -hmm. I know that was March, I think. So I think I've found out about both of them in – one was early March, one was late March.
1: Okay, so kind of in the middle. So one was – Not in the middle, but –
0: One was like right before the corona stuff got serious. The other one was in the midst of it.
1: Okay, so that's kind of like what we've been talking about. It's like people, if they have to do something, they're going to do something.
0: And one of those, I would say, has to do something. The other definitely does not have to do something. They just want to. Mm -hmm. And uh, since they'll be both buying and selling, they're not going to overthink what prices are doing.
1: Because they'll make it up on the other side. Yeah. Right.
0: So if their sale is tough, they don't get quite what they want. That just means, okay, it's a little bit more of a buyer's market than it was. Mm -hmm. So our purchase will be a little easier. Right. And if they get three offers on day one, They'll know, okay, this market is still hot, so our purchase might be...
1: But maybe not, depending on if they're moving up or moving down.
0: Yeah, and they're not moving up very much. They're moving up, but barely.
1: Yeah. So you're looking forward to that?
0: Yeah. I can't think of much gonna, else that's happening. Yeah, it's going to be
1: nice to have something to list. I need to talk to Chris to see how his listing's doing. I haven't looked at that this week.
0: In all yeah can you say that word
1: i can i'm not going to why not it's no one's business how i pronounce that word
0: yeah probably not i'm could sure you'd say it right
1: could you pronounce the towns in wisconsin
0: yeah i think so
1: okay we should that would be a fun date night in you bring me your top 10 washington town names I'll bring you my top 10 in Wisconsin.
0: Okay. And then we'll try to pronounce them. hmm Okay. I'm up for that.
1: That sounds fun, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about me doing a podcast with Courtney?
0: I think that will be fun. I I it'll just, be interesting. I was I'm-
1: just thinking about if there's some way that I could do that with Courtney, like try to get her to pronounce Washington town names.
0: But then she couldn't get you with it.
1: Yeah, they don't really have weird names in California. No. But I just think it'd be interesting of how I'd be like, look, it's not that different than Baraboo or McGuanago. I'm giving you a couple freebies right there.
0: Yeah. Well, I know those ones. Yeah. So that's fine.
1: But you'd struggle probably with, I mean, everyone always struggles with our county
0: yeah snow
1: hmm
0: how does alexa say it or siri
1: hey siri what county is everett washington in
2: everett is in snowhamish county
0: washington
1: snow homish is
0: that just her accent that, that
1: might be her accent i have her on an australian
0: oh yeah that's her accent then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that podcast will be good. I am looking forward to hearing it, and I like the concept.
1: Okay. I like that one. Here's another random question I have, because Morgan and I have been talking a lot about Disneyland lately. Like, we play Disneyland almost every day. Yeah. We move into Disneyland. Yeah. That's the game we play. We play play
0: that game, but she calls it Move.
1: Yeah, Move. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So.
0: (laughs) Do you start up in the car?
1: We start with breakfast. I start over in the kitchen, the play kitchen, and I make her breakfast. And then she finishes, and she goes, "Hey, why don't we move today?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I think we played that before too. We we play move quite a bit. We yeah. do end up at Disneyland. Yeah. And she is the. I don't know if she's the front desk person. Yeah, she that I am. she
1: plays the front desk person. She is
0: okay. Yeah, we play that a lot too. And it's interesting to me because, like, okay, we did that a couple months ago. We checked into Disneyland. We were yeah. at the front desk. Yeah. So that moment is very etched. Etched, yeah, in her brain. We've checked into other hotels before too.
1: But just like I don't want to get too stuck on that, but just for that sake, like, keep in mind how how that day was probably a complete shock to her system. Like the entire day, probably yeah, just got like- we luck. told her that day. Right. Mm-hmm. So everything was coming at her in a very intense way, probably more so than usual. And then when we get out of our, our car down there and Mickey and Minnie, the statue out in front, they're holding hands and then we walk in and there's the map and like everything. It's a really intense moment for a five-year-old. I, yeah. have, I have to imagine it is.
0: Yeah, it didn't really feel like it at the time. Like, I was watching her mm-hmm. all day, and she didn't seem too phased by much, but I'm well, sure.
1: She still didn't know what we were doing. I think she, like, even though we told her, she didn't know what was going to happen. Right. She didn't know what Disneyland was really like. Right. She didn't know what the hotel was like and where we were, like, she didn't know any of it. Yeah. She had no expectations.
0: I think it was just a lot for her to take in, and she didn't yeah. really know how to react.
1: So the thing I've been thinking about since we're playing Disneyland is we went on some rides. I think I went on more rides with her than you did. Yes. And more rides in general. But I've never been to a theme park or an amusement park or anything with you. Have you ever even been on a roller coaster? Yes. What was the roller coaster name and what was the park?
0: I don't I don't know the name of it, but it was I went to one like by the s- Space Needle like years and years ago.
1: There's a roller coaster by there the Space was. Needle. There was. I think it
0: was like a a temporary one. Like a fair.
1: That's not a real roller coaster then. If okay. it's temporary, if they can put it up and take it down in a weekend, it's not real.
0: <laughs> or maybe it used to be there. It was a little bit too much for me. I didn't really enjoy it.
1: Well, if they put it up and took it down in a weekend or a week, it probably was because it was not safe. Is the reason why it was too much for you?
0: Yeah, that could be. And then I went to the Puyallup Fair one time, so same okay. thing.
1: They they can usually those are more legit at the state fair though.
0: But yeah, I didn't. I didn't like either of those experiences. I thought they were a little scary, mm-hmm. and they made me feel sick.
1: So they were just up and downs, no upside down stuff.
0: I don't think, I don't think I went upside down at all. No.
1: Would you? No. Let me finish the question. Okay. Because now I know I want to follow it up with another question. Would you, at age thirty-three, go on a roller coaster now? No. Okay. Let's say we went to Disneyland with Holly and Dave. And Holly wants to go on a roller coaster. And she's like, come on, Catherine, it'll be fun. Come, I, I don't want to go on by myself. Come on, come on with me.
0: I'd probably be like, oh no, I have to stay with the baby. And Dave and I are just
1: eating churros and watching the babies.
0: Oh, that would put me in a tough spot. Yeah, no, I'd say, oh, say? no, the baby wants me. Sorry.
1: So you're going to make the baby take the fall here instead of just...
0: That would be nothing
1: new. Instead of just going, I'm too scared. Sorry.
0: I don't know if I'd say I'm scared. I'd say, like, I don't want to feel sick for the rest of the day. So, nah.
1: And you think you would? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, now we know. Don't ever ask Catherine to go on a roller coaster with you and she's she's just gonna flake out on it.
0: I don't know if that would be flaking. Oh. It'd just be declining.
1: But you're declining in a non-honest way.
0: If I were to say, No thanks, I don't want to feel sick. Yeah. I think I might it might make me feel sick. That's honest. But
1: if someone's like, But it'll be so much fun. I love I go on it every time I come here. You'll love it, I promise.
0: I I don't think I'd feel any pressure.
1: The I think fer- I'd
0: be like, no thanks.
1: The Ferris wheel at California, California. Adventure? hmm Would you have gone on that?
0: The ones that move or the ones that don't move? The
1: ones that, oh, either or.
0: I'd probably go on the ones that don't move.
1: You would? I mean, I have more of a height issue than a speed issue. A roller coaster doesn't bother me because I know I'm not staying up at that peak for very long. Mm -hmm. The Ferris wheel, I tried to put on a brave face for Morgan.
0: Was that a little scary?
1: Yes, especially when my parents decided to switch spots (laughs) while we were at the top because the wind was blowing from one direction versus the other.
0: Were they on the same thing as you? Yeah. So there's four of you in it?
1: Yeah. And then it started shaking because they're trying to move around in mid
0: So that would add a little bit of drama to it
1: yeah but i'm trying to be like oh yeah, this doesn't bother me i'm totally fine yeah so you take morgan on the high things
0: oh, i don't love heights either i'll take her on the fast but, okay but also we're not going back there for
1: maybe forever
0: yeah maybe it won't ever open <laughs>
1: it's a horrible thought
0: but the plan is to go back in five years
1: i know but i had so much fun
0: you want to go back sooner?
1: Yes. There so much things that we just didn't even do around the hotel. We didn't. Like Morgan really likes Goofy for some reason right now. So if we would have went down to Goofy's kitchen for breakfast and she could have seen Goofy.
0: Yeah, we should have done that. We didn't go to the pool. We didn't even. go down to the pool. Mm-hmm.
1: And I just think that time of year for her birthday is probably the best time of year to go. Like crowds weather for us, weather down there, the price. In my head, I'm like, just kind of making this an annual thing already. Oh. <laughs> I don't well, like that look you gave me.
0: We're going to have to leave Jesse here or something because he'll be really difficult on the plane.
1: It's a short, short flight. Everett, boom, down.
0: Okay. But he'll be um, almost two.
1: Free. He'll be free, free next year.
0: On the plane. On the plane. Yeah. And
1: into the park.
0: I know. But that would mean I'd have to hold him on the plane. Holding a almost two-year-old is way different than holding a eight-month-old. I'll hold him. Okay, so we're going.
1: No, we don't have to go. I'm just... I... I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. I enjoyed staying there. I enjoyed downtown Disney. I enjoyed Disneyland. I enjoyed everything about it. I enjoyed having the snacks and food and everything brought to us. That got I got the food delivery.
0: Yeah, you got that. while we were at the breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like everything I liked our room i liked the view i liked everything
0: yeah that view is really great
1: i liked everything i liked everything
0: is that hotel even open right now probably not right no that's the disneyland hotel yeah that's where we stayed that's sad right
1: so sad
0: that's a big thing to shut down
1: it's a lot of well disney world is something like seventy-five thousand employees Wow, So Disneyland is tiny Mm
0: -hmm. compared
1: to Disney World. And I think in my head, I'm already kind of playing out that maybe for Jesse's birthday, like when he's five, we go to Disney World and do like, what's the safari adventure or whatever it's called there. I think there's more things there that he would like. I feel like Disneyland is a little bit more princessy. And Disney World is...
0: More rides and dinosaurs and superheroes.
1: Yeah. More things to do. Definitely more options over there.
0: Okay. That'd be fun.
1: So it's kind of just what's going through my head. Yeah. I have another work-related question for you (laughs) as we enter the new week. Okay. I'm kind of just doing my review. And I'm really pleased with how I'm doing the daily show up. And I want to get more guests on that. Because that will make it even easier for me. But one thing that I'm focused on right now is do you think I'm making a big enough push to get more agents onto Cantrell-Persinger. Based upon what you see, do you think that's clear enough of, hey, come talk to me about joining our real estate team?
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm? No. No. Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, it's just, I think, if someone knows what you're trying to do, then they would be all in. I think there's probably just not a lot of local people who understand what you're doing and are actually seeing it.
1: So, I mean, I know that I do the, the show on my page, but do you think I should be sharing that over onto my profile then? Or is that, I mean, I guess, is that even enough? Like, do I need to do something separate of here's why you need to be talking to us about I guess the biggest thing that triggered that is I think while I was setting up or maybe while I was like putting Morgan to bed, another SEO lead. Yeah. Right here at five o'clock, another SEO lead came in. Like we're getting all these leads. It's interesting to me. And this is probably for another topic of, I feel like there's more SEO leads coming in right now than normal and I don't want you to answer this because I I think that's an interesting topic unto itself but I've been trying to figure out why is that are there people just sitting at home with more time on their hands but they are doing it because they have nothing better to do so they're not maybe great leads or is it because people have more maybe there's more, uh, more influx of buyers coming in because they, like you mentioned on the last episode, people think maybe this is their chance now. So if they're still working. But why
0: more SEO? I guess because we're not doing any ads. We're doing one now.
1: But yeah, SEO, why more SEO? So save that thought. I, I need to dig into that and figure out, but just got me thinking, like, man, we need more agents. More if any agent that just doesn't know what to do or doesn't have enough to do, if they just plugged in, we got plenty for them to do right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like you are way overqualified. You should have lots of agents you're talking to locally, and stoked.
1: So I'll be. I'll start to figure out how to be way more clear about that. Like, come talk to me about Cantrell, Persinger, and joining what we do. And here's everything laid out for you. Like, you don't need to figure out how to pivot or shift. Just move your license to us. Yeah. That's that's actually a pretty good copy right there. You don't have to pivot or shift. Just move your license over to K.W. Everett and join us
0: yeah because everyone's talking about pivoting or shifting right now
1: mm-hmm. yeah i just wanted your honest feedback about if i was doing enough because in my head it's one of those things like i've told you that story about when i was wakeboarding and you're supposed to keep your elbows in mm-hmm. and like
0: you're like i am I i'm are. doing
1: i am doing it and they're like no you're not and i'm like yes i am and yelling at everyone in the boat and then they showed me the video later And I was not.
0: Yeah, I think you kind of have that going on. You're doing a lot, but I think you're not communicating it clearly enough. Because it shouldn't be hard.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good.
0: Well. Like, I think that other people are just going, hey, I'm looking for agents. And that's all it takes. Period. You have, like, all the training built.
1: What about the post about... Like hospitality and servers and stuff like that. Was that clear enough or was that too?
0: Yeah, that was good.
1: Okay, so I just need to do more of it. You did that
0: and look what happened.
1: We got one contact. Yeah. Okay. So I just need to do more specific. Clear. Clear. Okay. I can do that.
0: Give me more stuff to say because even though you lived here for 11 years, I probably have, I mean, I definitely have more local people but now that you are involved with the chamber you have plenty of local people that you're facebook friends with Mm-hmm.
1: yeah i'll just push harder I, I'm, I'm just never i'm never quite sure on how hard i'm
0: pushing i know i'm not either i sometimes think oh, i post about real estate too much and then you're like oh you never do i never see a post and then I realized, like, oh, some other people post, like, three times a day. That and I do three times a week.
1: Three times a day might be too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But it just tells me, like, okay, that might be too much. What I'm doing is clearly not too much.
1: Yeah, I mean, I did this audit. I looked at the people that I really admire. Okay. And then...
0: Care to name names? Mm,
1: not necessarily. I don't want people to know the weirdos I follow. And they would be like, oh, you admire that person? What's wrong with him? So I was looking at the people I admire and they're posting. And it, it's pretty clear that they, they post every day. Like the minimum, it's daily.
0: Like clearly that's their goal. Like I have to be in, or that's part of their plan.
1: Yeah, social media posting. And that doesn't, so that's just organic or public facing who knows what they're doing ad wise or paid wise but they're posting on their page or instagram and then i mean forget about stories i don't even want to go into some people's stories but they're posting page once a day instagram once a day and then stories multiple times
0: yeah there's a lot of people who will do like stories several times a day
1: some stories are too much like if you get over 10 I can't I can't I can't
0: maybe there's a good way to do it
1: yeah it might be more me in that like you'll come home and go did you see my story I just don't plug into Instagram enough like if you're there multiple times a day so you see the morning session of stories maybe that's okay but when I see someone's stories and it's like 25 stories that's that's too many stories for me to to watch to watch
0: There must be something to it. I feel like I can get up to like three. But when I see someone with like 20, I'm like, whoa, like how just makes me wonder how much time they spend on it. And like, well, what are they doing with the rest of their day? And Maybe they're better than me at like unplugging. Like, all right, I'm going to capture this. I'm going to Add it to my stories, and then I'm gonna move on with my day.
1: Well, I'll tell you a big. Here's here's the big secret, and again, maybe I wasn't clear enough. I did my, I did a training program last week for a few agents on conversion and referrals. How to make your lead conversion easier, and how to get more referrals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think the the biggest thing. If I could get them to take away from this. And I, I don't think I was super clear with this, but basically it was, if you could just show up two to three minutes a day and then be done with it, like how much more time is that for you up for other things? And I think if you're seeing someone do that much, you know, I did, I think I did a daily show up about this of creators versus consumers. And I think you need to shift out of being a consumer of the people who are probably creating that many stories, I bet aren't consuming.
0: Right. Like they're like I'm wasting more time just consuming. Yeah. Yeah, but when I say, Wow, I wonder how much what they're doing with the rest of their day. I am projecting my I spend like X amount of time and that's just one story. But what I'm not realizing with that thought is like, oh, I just waste a lot of time just staring at their stories.
1: Right. And I think the other interesting thing about media like that is the illusion of time. So I always think about this with even traditional media of you see um, – You see a Brad Pitt movie, and he has short hair in it. Yeah. But then you see him on an interview or a red carpet or something, and he's got really long hair and a full beard. And it's like, wow, how did that happen? Yeah. Well, it's because he did that movie 12 months ago. Right. And now he's just been like laying around yeah just
0: because you saw it a week ago doesn't mean right you filmed it a week and one day ago
1: yeah so the consumption and how media is timeless i think is an illusion of how we consume it so you think it took a lot of time out of their day but it probably didn't and they did it in this very short downtime Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and boom there it it, now it lives right so i don't even know how we got to that topic i don't either well me just talking about recruiting i need to get better at getting the message out and i will moving forward any you got anything um i sorry this video let me tell you the most interesting thing about this video okay and i kind of know this but man i love i love the experimentation of the psychological experimentation of social media. Everyone who likes this video... Is a guy.
0: Yeah. That's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid.
1: Yeah? But it's all guys. But here's what's funny. You're like, <laughs> it, You know what this is? You know what this reminds me of? Like women dress and do their makeup for other women. Yeah. Guys do stupid stuff not to impress women. Even though they think they're trying to impress women. Do you
0: think that guy thinks he's impressing women?
1: I can tell you as a guy <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yes. <laughs> I can tell you as a guy we do stupid things like this.
0: Let me see this. <laughs>
1: Because we think that's going to impress the ladies. But the best thing is his statement. (laughs) Just read that statement and then let's end it on that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's so good.
0: I'm good at everything. Even things you didn't know were a thing.
2: <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us on this episode. You can find us at datenightinshow.com. You can connect with Catherine. She's on Instagram at Catherine Persinger and I'm at Darren Persinger screenshot the show tag us put it in your stories let us know that you're listening it's kind of like we're on a double date together then and make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts at